Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for refusing to stand up for your own wife? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for pointing out I didn't invite someone to dinner with me? There's a girl, 19-year-old female, who lives in my, 19-year-old female, hallway. Our RA figure has hallway bonding events twice a week that people are kind of supposed to attend, or strongly encouraged. They're enjoyable, but for this one girl. She's always commenting about my eating choices. On one occasion, she said she had just finished dinner. I said, oh, same. She asked what I thought about the dining hall options that night. I said I'd gone to a restaurant. She said in a weird way, that's an expensive restaurant. I was like, I suppose. It wasn't really, but I suppose it's a nice restaurant compared to fast food or something. Another occasion, she asks what I'd been doing before the event. I said dinner. She said, at a restaurant, I'm sure. I was like, yeah, that's what I typically do. I don't like the dining hall food, so I prefer going to restaurants usually. She said, must be nice. I was like, yeah, it is and thought, what a strange girl. She doesn't seem to understand how to have a polite social interaction. It kept seeming to happen. She said, where did you eat tonight? I was like, I went to X. Not that it's her business. She said in a vapid, weird kind of way, I could never afford that. And still not sure why she's asking about where I eat, I said, well, it's not like I invited you, so you don't need to worry about if you can afford it. She said she doesn't feel comfortable at our bonding events because of my aggression. Honestly, good for OP that they can afford to eat out most nights. And it goes without saying that the other girl's the one bringing the judgy aggressive attitude. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you love getting to judge whether or not somebody is the jerk with these stories, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for eating ice cream directly out of the tub? I'm currently staying with my in-laws. Before we came to visit, my mother-in-law asked me what pregnancy cravings I was having because she wanted to make sure they had them for me. I mostly crave chocolate fudge brownie ice cream and they bought a lot of it for me. I was eating it directly out of the tub since it never lasts more than two days max and nobody else was eating it as far as I was aware. My mother-in-law's goddaughter had been here for a few days now too and she saw me eating the ice cream from the tub and told me I was being gross because somebody else could have wanted some, and I should use a bowl instead of just eating it directly from the tub. I told her I was going to eat it all anyway, and she accused me of being greedy. I started crying because we kept arguing over it, and she was making me feel awful. My husband saw me crying and was furious with her. My mother-in-law has been trying to smooth things over between everybody, but my husband's still angry at her, and she's still angry at me, because she thinks I cried on purpose to make him angry at her. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say a soft OP is the jerk just because this isn't like an agreed upon thing, it's not a labeled thing. This goddaughter entering into the situation has no preconception that OP has exclusive chocolate fudge brownie ice cream privileges. And being it's somebody else's house, somebody else bought that ice cream initially, unless OP specifically stakes their claim and maybe even labels it, I think it's unfair to anybody else staying there that might have wanted some. This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my girlfriend be removed from the lease? 
My girlfriend and I lived together for five months and it's been going good, but her grandma recently had a fall and requires care and someone to live with her because she was on the ground for hours before girlfriend's mom found her. Our apartment is one of the cheapest and yet I can't afford it alone. My girlfriend wants me to remove her from the lease while she lives with her grandma but I don't want to live with a roommate anymore and told her she should keep paying for the apartment that we signed a year for since living with her grandma's free. But she's angry that I won't remove her from the lease and find a roommate, calling me childish for not just finding someone else to live with in the meantime and letting her live with her grandma which is an hour away. But how is it fair that she goes to live with her grandma rent free while I'm stuck with a stranger I don't know when she can continue to pay her half and just live with her grandma. I've told the landlord I'm not taking her off the lease, and she's threatened to break up with me because of it. I mean, I think if they're not living there, it's not fair to expect them to continue paying. I think the only way that you should expect them to continue paying is if there's a good chunk of their stuff still at this apartment. And even then, I don't think they should have to pay the full half of the rent just because their stuff's there. I think OP should try to work with them a little bit. Otherwise, maybe it's for the best that they do break up. Our next story is, am I the jerk for excluding my stepmom from helping plan my wedding? My stepmom has been married to my dad since I was seven. She was the other woman in my parents' marriage, and she was also supposed to be my mom's best friend. I didn't know her very well pre-affair reveal. She lived in another city, and apparently most of my life and all of my sister's life, she and our dad had been sleeping together. This isn't something I was aware of as a kid. My sister and I knew we didn't have parents who got along after the divorce. We could sense the tension. Once or twice we had an idea mom hated our stepmom, but she never said or did anything directly in front of us. The vibe was just there. It didn't stop us loving our stepmom. We found out what happened when we were 17 and 19. We felt so bad for our mom, but our stepmom had always been good to us, and dad was good to us, so we tried not to let it change things. After my fiancé and I announced our engagement on social media, my stepmom wrote a post about how she dreamed of this day when I was born, how she'd been so excited to watch her very first baby grow up and get married, how she and dad talked about it before I could walk. She tagged my dad, but she also tagged some friends who knew her back then, who were also friends with my mom. The post was distasteful and honestly was exposing that she'd always planned to have the affair, It did change how I felt. I told her to take it down and apologize. She told me she didn't regret the post and why wasn't I happy she loved me that much. I accused her of trying to rub it into my mom's face that she stabbed her in the back and won the love of my sister and me after betraying her with our dad like she did. She told me it was 20 years ago and mom should be over it. I decided not to include her in any wedding planning. She's a wedding planner as a profession and I knew she would want to, but I'm not happy with her post. Mom was so happy when I told her, but when my stepmom wanted to know when she'd be dress shopping with me and what I wanted to help her with, I told her I didn't want her involved in any wedding planning. She and my dad say I'm overreacting and shouldn't be treating her this way when she's been a darn good parent to me. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk. It's frankly really kind of weird how they're trying to like essentially take possession of the mom role and mom expectations and wishes and dreams from OP's mom. I would be straight up weirded out by that comment, and I think I would need some distance too, especially with the way they sound so worked up over this wedding. 
I feel like they almost shouldn't be invited the way they're trying to scoot right into the mom role. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law her kids are going to hate their names? I, 27-year-old female, and my sister-in-law, 34-year-old female, have four kids and a baby on the way. She is the definition of a crunchy mom. Her family is vegan, with no electronics in the house, has all natural toys and clothes for the kids, homeschooling, etc. She wanted her kids to have unique names and not basic names. All of her kids have ridiculous names. Barry Lean, pronounced Brylan. Falcon, pronounced Falcon. Ro Rye, pronounced Rory. And Kelvin, pronounced Calvin. My sister-in-law asked me what my opinion was on her naming her next baby Astra, Inky, or Lore. She also went on a rant about how my husband and I's baby is going to have a basic name and not be memorable. I'm six months pregnant and my husband and I plan to name our son James. I told her she was naming kids, not dogs, and her kids are going to hate their names once they get older. She got really mad and began screaming at me that I was rude and that the kids' names are more than just a name. She stormed out of my house after this. All day I've been getting calls from my mother-in-law and brother-in-law about how I'm evil and rude and need to apologize to her. My husband agrees with me that someone needed to tell her that she's giving these kids ridiculous names. I feel bad, like maybe I should apologize. It wasn't really my place to say anything, but I'm so sick of her mom shaming me. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk because she started it by saying that OP's kid's going to have a basic, unmemorable name. I would say you'd be able to very much remember James, but God forbid you forget how to spell Barry Lean or F-A-L-K-I-N for Falcon. It's already one thing in my opinion to have weird, misspelled names just to be different or unique, but following that up with a pronunciation that looks completely different than how it's spelt, that's especially annoying and that's going to cause them more grief probably than they deserve, especially just Barry Lean being Brylan. B-A-R-Y-L-E-E-N is Brylan. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mom and aunt they aren't invited to my wedding because they don't know how to act right? I, 26-year-old male, have been with my fiancé Jess, 24-year-old female, for six years and we got engaged four months ago. Jess has always been very thin. No, she doesn't have an ED or an unhealthy relationship with food, she's just always been petite, weight and height-wise. My mom's always made comments on the side, saying that Jess needs to eat more and often serves her more than Jess asks for, which makes her uncomfortable. As a result of that, I've gone low contact with my mom, and we've had a long discussion on why before I did it with the hopes that she would fix her behavior. When Jess and I got engaged, Jess emphasized that she really wanted my mom to at least be a part of the wedding, because after all, she is my mom. Last Saturday, she went dress shopping with my mom, my aunt, her mother, my sister, and a few of her friends. When she came home, she hurried into the bathroom, and I could hear her crying in the shower. I knocked, but she said she wanted space, so I let her be. I called her mom to see what happened to the dress fitting, and her mother sounded fuming. Apparently, my mom and aunt thought it would be appropriate to tell Jess that she looked like the corpse bride, a Tim Burton film. It turned into a giant argument between my sister and Jess's mom against my aunt and mother. It ruined the whole special moment for Jess. I called my mother and reamed into her behavior and told her that she proved once again why we were low contact. 
She argued with me until I told her that she and my aunt were banned from attending the wedding due to their behavior. She started sobbing, saying that she needed to attend her baby's wedding. I hung up because I didn't care. The entire week, my phone's been blowing up with messages from my whole family, saying that half of them won't show up if I continue to be cruel to my mom. Am I really a jerk for this? On one of the most memorable, celebratory, amazing days of your life, you don't need hateful, judgmental people around to ruin it for you, or to put a stain on it in any way for you. I think if you know that they just have the possibility of messing the day up in any way for you, that you wouldn't be the jerk for not inviting them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not watching my neighbor's kids? I work from home since 2020. This one older neighbor and I used to have playdates with our dogs while she was laid off. Even after she went back to work, the playdates continued on my midday break. Eventually my doggo passed, but I continued to take my neighbor's dog out every day. She recently moved, so I have about two hours of free time between noon and two. My other neighbor decided I could use my free time to watch her three children daily while she runs errands. I declined saying that I already had a bond with the dog before I offered to do that. The mom accused me of not liking children, and I said it's my lunch and I'm not going to give it up so you can have a free babysitter. The argument continued with her husband when he said I was being selfish for not helping. He pointed out that I took my time to help another neighbors with their dog, but won't lift a finger to help his wife. I finally asked them both to stop bothering me, or I'm going to get a restraining order, and I'm never going to help them out. They called me rude and said the whole it takes a village concept is dead. They even complained on the Nextdoor app about how people treat parents with disdain as if raising children is something gross or criminal these days. I think OP's not the jerk and it really boils down to one simple fact. I really love dogs. I would hang out with just about any dog, provided they're not aggressive. I can't really say the same about kids. Some kids are amazing, most kids are more than a handful. What's the worst a dog's gonna do, pant, drool on you, tug on a leash? Now if that neighbor's dog could talk, had cognitive thought, and had opposable thumbs, maybe it'd be a little different. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to stand up for my wife and kick my cousin out of the house? My wife Taylor and I got married a little over two years ago. It was supposed to be a beautiful day and was something she had dreamed of her whole life. But unfortunately during the reception, a family friend, Ken, intentionally spilled food and a drink on her dress, which obviously devastated Taylor. This was pretty early in the reception and there was no way to get it out. So the night was ruined for her, and Taylor struggled greatly to move past this. Obviously, Ken was thrown out of the venue, and we did bring him to court for the damage. He opted to just pay without going through with the court date, and has flat out admitted he did it on purpose. His reasoning was he had a thing for my mom, was wasted, and thought that would impress her. Apparently, my mom, unbeknownst to us, was angry because Taylor told people we were engaged at my mom's milestone birthday party. And my mom told Ken that, and he got this brilliant idea to woo her. Anyway, my mom initially sided with us, but later began dating Ken and told us to get over it. I told her it was us or him, and she picked him. I lost my mom and both of my sisters over this guy, and Taylor lost out on her dream wedding. I haven't seen my mom since but I did know through family that she and Ken were getting married. I tried to keep this from Taylor as it would hurt her, but she found out. Recently, my cousin Emily came over. Emily is the only family I have left due to Ken, so I do value the relationship. 
Emily mentioned how she had spent the weekend in a nearby vacation town for my mom's wedding and was just saying how much she liked the town. But Taylor snapped at her and said she didn't want to hear anything about my mom's wedding. Emily said she understood. About 20 minutes later, Taylor... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Asked if she wanted to stay for dinner, and Emily said she couldn't, as she has my mom's dogs at the moment. So, obviously, she's on her honeymoon. Taylor lost it and said that Emily can't be this stupid and must be trying to hurt her for some reason. She began to get emotional and said that her wedding was stolen and she doesn't want to hear anything about my mom being happy or having a wedding. I gave her a hug and tried to calm her down. She told me to make Emily leave, and I said that didn't seem fair as it was probably a mistake. Emily said she said not to talk about the wedding, and she didn't realize she couldn't even talk about the dogs. Taylor asked if I was really going to not do anything, and I said I didn't feel right kicking Emily out. Emily left on her own, but Taylor ended up in tears and was angry with me. I understand the wife being upset, but I don't think Emily did anything wrong in the situation at hand here, and I think it's just a bit much to expect OP to kick out their only remaining family member. This next story is, am I the jerk for causing my friend to be kicked out of our accommodation while on vacation? For my best friend Elena's 22nd birthday, she invited a group of us on a trip to France. Her parents paid for all of our flights, and we stayed in the home they own there. Her brother and a few of his friends also came on the trip. Before the trip, Elena gave everybody one rule, which was not to sleep with her brother. Two days into the trip, I walked in on another friend, Chloe, and Elena's brother in a compromising position. Chloe asked me to not tell Elena because she didn't want to get kicked out, and I wasn't going to, but Elena's brother kept goading me until I felt like my blood was boiling. I was so angry that Elena noticed and asked me if her brother had said something to me because he has a history of purposely upsetting me. I told her what happened, including what they were doing. Elena was upset and asked Chloe to leave the next morning. Chloe's blaming me for causing her to be left homeless in a foreign country and for causing problems between her and Elena. Our friends are divided, but Elena's brother keeps calling me a good little snitch 
So, am I the jerk? I think everybody's kind of the jerk here. I don't really understand, A, why Elena is trying to gatekeep who can and can't spend time with their brother. The brother is very clearly a jerk. And considering Elena said it was their one condition, and Chloe was like, please don't tell them I did it anyways, I feel like OP's a jerk for not just being honest about it regardless. Honestly, is the rule weird? I mean, I guess I could understand if it caused unnecessary drama in the past. Maybe the boyfriend is constantly trying to get with all of their friends and it messes stuff up. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother I'm not moving back in and to decorate my old room however he wants? Background, my mom raised the four of us, 27-year-old female, me, 25-year-old male, 19-year-old female, and 17-year-old male as a single parent. And she was always the cool mom, baking cookies, playing video games, etc. She always said that I was the responsible one, so I became in charge of checking homework, making sure everyone went to bed on time and eating their vegetables, basically playing bad cop to mom's good cop. She told me multiple times that her plan was for all five of us to live under the same roof for all time, and that I would be in charge of keeping the family together. I said screw that and moved halfway across the country after college. We went no contact for a few years, but I reached out a while back because I do miss them. I'd call our current relationship strained, but pleasant. We avoid heavy topics and talk once in a while. I heard from the youngest, Ryan, that he moved into my old bedroom a while back. Cool. I quickly forgot about it. Ryan called me the other day asking if I could help him with college apps. I happily agreed, but when we went on the Zoom call, I saw he was in my room. Not the room that I used, my room exactly as I had left it years ago. Same posters, same bedspread, even the cardboard boxes filled with old clothes clearly labeled throw away. Frankly, I was freaked out. I asked Ryan why he hadn't redecorated, and he said mom won't let him that I'll eventually move back into that room and he'll go back to his old one. I was pissed. I managed to get through his college questions and had to lay down. That night, I texted Ryan asking if he had a PayPal or something and that I would send him money to buy new stuff and to please get rid of my old stuff because I am not coming back and that was his room now. The next day, I called mom and told her what I told Ryan and that it was messed up that she let him live in my room without changing it She blew up at me, saying that I was a selfish jerk and that I can't have it both ways. Either I'm not responsible for the kids and I should butt out, or I am responsible and I need to own up to abandoning them. This is stuck in my craw ever since. I do think it's super weird, but if Ryan's been living like that without complaint, am I just getting involved unnecessarily? I quite plainly said that I don't want to be responsible for the family anymore. But here I am, telling them how to live. My partner says that he kind of agrees with mom in that I should just drop my relationship with my family because I'll inevitably try to take responsibility for them when all that will do is cause pain on both sides. He also said I'm a bit of a jerk for telling Ryan all that without clearing it with mom first because that will just make things harder for him. I feel like I'm going nuts here. Am I the jerk? I think Opie's not the jerk and honestly the family ritual or way of life is just kind of a little too creepy. Not only that, but Ryan, 17 years old, deserves to have their own room, as in like their own personality expressed in their own room. 
Just imagine this kid moves into their older sibling's room and then just has to leave it the way it is for the entire time they're in there. It's just weird. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my wife who doesn't work more pocket money? I, male 27, can't help but feel like a jerk about the situation, and my wife, female 23, has been calling me a jerk the whole week. Meanwhile, our close family are taking my side and friends are split. I, for one, don't see what I can do. For context, we live in Europe. The issue is the following. My in-laws halved the amount of money that they give my wife each month, and she wants me to make up the difference out of pocket. For it to make sense, I have to explain our finances. I'm a medical resident. My pay is crap, frankly, but it doesn't matter because I have real estate properties and make a decent amount of passive income from rent. My wife doesn't work because she's still in law school and her time is full between that and taking care of our son, two years old. So here's the situation. 20% of my income goes straight into our savings. This I will not budge on come heck or high water. About 40-60% to goes into household expenses. This includes the nanny and housekeeper, food, gas, electricity, and my wife's school expenses. The percentage varies each month, of course, but lately due to the war, all these expenses have risen, so it's always on the higher side. The rest of the money is split between my wife and I, but not evenly, and here's why. Before we even got married, my wife had an agreement with her parents. As long as she stayed in law school and kept her grades high, she would receive minimum wage from them, so that she didn't have to work and could focus on school. When we got married, I promised to give her half of what her parents gave her each month. This way our monthly pocket change would be roughly the same. This agreement's worked for the past four years. Unfortunately, this midterms, her grades dropped. They're not terrible, mind you, but her parents have high standards. So, until she can get her grades back up in February, they said they'd pay half of her monthly pay. I get the amount I give her the same. Essentially, she receives minimum wage now. My wife's asked me to increase how much I give her to make up the difference. I refused, and I still refuse. My income didn't magically increase in a month. I pointed out that she had an agreement with her parents and me, that her decrease in money is a result of her actions. I upheld my side of the bargain. I told her she'll just have to deal with a little less personal money for a couple of months until she can get her grades back up. I'm 100% certain she can do this. She maintained that it isn't fair and that as her husband I should take care of her. She said I could just lower how much I keep to myself or raise the rent since I already pay rent under the market price. I told her I'm not raising rent and leaving people homeless in these uncertain times, and that if I give her more from my own side, I'd have almost nothing left for myself each month. I really wish I could give her more. I do, but I can't magically make more money, and I think I deserve a little for myself as well. In my opinion, her receiving minimum wage without working is enough. So, am I the jerk? I can't lie, it's definitely a very weird wage situation involving your wife, but I think OP's not the jerk, and I fully agree with the sentiment that they're already giving enough money to them as it is. They can't increase to offset somebody else decreasing their charity. Our next story is, am I the jerk for having my girlfriend leave for helping my daughter? My daughter is 16 and has been really struggling with ED. It's more managed now, but before it wasn't. Once I knew, I took her to the doctor, a therapist, etc. The doctors told us multiple times to, yes, eat what's needed for nutrition, but it's best to monitor quietly so it's not like I'm forcing her to eat. 
and she's eating because she wants to, not being forced. Also because it won't last if you force, so I'm doing it that way. I've been with my girlfriend for about a year and met my daughter a little while ago, and I guess they got close, and my daughter told her that she had an ED, but from what I know, nothing more, nothing less. My girlfriend's been trying to help with this, and it would be effective helping if it wasn't forceful helping. You know when you kind of force your helpfulness onto other people, but not really in the way they need? I do know when my daughter eats. She has meals that either she or I make, and she eats those, so when they're gone I can see. The point being not to ask if she ate or not, because as the doctor said, it's a reminder, and she doesn't need to be reminded of what she has, and emotional support will do. Asking her if she ate won't. The other day, my girlfriend continued to go to my daughter and ask her if she ate, at what time, and what she ate. This is bad, but the worst is asking how many calories it was. I pulled her aside and told her that she cannot ask those questions to her and if she wants to help, to please try to do it a different way. Take her out, socialize, they both like movies, books, shopping, bowling, etc, etc. They have a lot of the same interests. She seemed like she understood, until I overheard her asking the same question again. She went into my daughter's room and asked her, did you eat? My daughter said yeah then proceeded to bombard her with questions about what she ate, the calories. At one point, she asked to see the food bowl so she could see if it was good in there. I brought her out of the room and told her that she either needed to stop asking those questions or leave, because those are in no way appropriate, kind, or helpful, and I shouldn't have to ask you multiple times when she knows it's not helping. She got mad saying that I was neglecting her needs because she should know if she ate. I said I know she ate, there's a reason she has meals in there. Even if she didn't, she has no right to ask her that. I explained how I knew before this, so she was aware. She started getting upset, saying I was kicking her out for helping. She didn't realize she wasn't, but then still said it was just helping my daughter. And it was clear she wasn't even close to even trying to understand that she was not helping. That's why I told her she needed to go. I've told this to some family, but they said that she didn't know and I just needed to be patient. But how many times do I have to explain the same thing until she knows? And hey, to anyone saying, oh well, what if your daughter doesn't mind? Let her if she doesn't mind it. Even if she didn't, which she does, I'm not going to enable my daughter to check calories. Do we understand that that is part of an eating disorder? I'm not sorry in doing so, never mind deliberately doing what the doctor said not to do. This is definitely a frustrating situation, but it's definitely one in which I think OP's not the jerk. You would hope that the girlfriend would understand that this is a very sensitive situation and it's something that you have to handle carefully and thoughtfully. If you tell somebody that you need to handle things a certain way and that it would really mean a lot if you could, and they just blatantly don't do that and charge their own way, I mean, what more can you do? It's like a classic movie trope where there's one smart one and one less smart one trying to sneak up somewhere, and they say, okay, we're gonna go quiet, only for immediately the less smarter one to go charging in screaming. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 